listening to this it, we are back it is not another b horror cast and i am steve-o and i'm anna or you're in pain oh i don't well, know i am no but... i know that that's what i'm saying <laughs> you are in pain not oh I are yeah in okay pain. i got it okay no. yeah no i don't know right before i started the recording all of a sudden that popped in my head was this uh, cover of africa that i heard so i'm all like oh. i got this like dun 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 but uh, da 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 da, and I'm all like, I have way too much energy for tonight, and I don't have very much, so it actually weighs out perfectly. All right, but yes, we are back. Uh, I apologize for not having a show last week. I know a lot of you listeners are probably like, "Fuck you!" But guess what? My dog died. So now, how do you feel? <laughs> yeah, the family. I'm pretty sure nobody was sitting there I saying, "Fuck so. you." I don't know. I I don't know. I do it all the time. Like, right. just in my own realm, where I'm just like, I'll make up backstories of things, and it always is like, <laughs> fuck you, with somebody. So um, you just create an entire world around you that doesn't exist, but you just have fun with it anyways. And it exists in my mind, and that's all that matters. See, kids today... So desensitized by movies and television? No, I was about to say, oh. is they have so much of that, like, uh-huh. at their fingertips. Like, when we had to go... Like, if there was, like... We, like, when you had one TV in your house, sorry, kids, this is turning to life with shit right now. Uh, when it you, would be in your living room. Like, you have one TV in the living room, and you wouldn't have any access, so if you couldn't watch TV or play a video game from that thing, you had to go out and do your own stuff, so then you'd be like, oh, let's play this, or let's do this, and use your let's imagination. Let's play pretend. You know, kind of thing. So kids now, with how they have all their stuff at their fingertips, iPads, phones, all this kind of stuff, it's like everything's instant for them now kind of thing. Uh, and it's like they could literally just pull up Netflix and then just start watching from their phone if they wanted to, you know, kind of thing. Like back then, I couldn't just be like, well, I'll go to my room, Dad, and building a time machine so I could watch this thing called Netflix. He's like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, I don't know yet, but I heard it's good or something. (laughs) You probably would be. Well, I feel like people, if somebody was going to invent a time machine, I feel like it would have been more likely back in those days because now we're just so like focused on computers and phones and shit that we don't have time to do anything. (laughs) I understand that, but I feel that we're all too focused on that, but no one's focused on actual time, like time travel. So that's why we don't have a time machine. That's yeah. how I feel. Everyone's all like, oh, we got to cure cancer. Like, well, if we build a time machine, we just travel to the time where they did cure cancer and then bring it back here. They're like, no. But we still have to cure cancer <laughs> at some point. Well, yeah. You can't just keep traveling forward in time and be like, do you what? have a cancer cure yet? No. Nope. Okay, first, right. off, first off, uh, uh, Back to the Future, nothing went wrong there. I mean, shit goes wrong, but you fix it, okay? Rick and Morty all the time. Well, I mean, they don't do time travel and stuff like that. Even fucking Doctor Who. Everything, what I've learned from time traveling, everything works out at the end. Except for Pompeii. Everybody dies. Except for well, that's, Peter Capaldi. So there you go. But, <laughs> um, no, but I just meant like, yeah, so, because I, I have no science to base this off of, but I watch a lot of television and movies about time travel and video games. So, uh, in fact, I found out if you get killed in a timeline and your friends are awesome and they want to bring you back, they could create like a clone of you, like this <laughs> stuffed dummy, and then put you in its place, like freeze time at that one moment. Uh, and then what put, are you talking about? Talking about the greatest video game ever, Chrono Fucking Trigger, man. 
Oh. You're, you play it. Okay, this is the first video game. Sorry, guys. I guess we have a show, but it's not getting there anytime <laughs> soon. Uh, <laughs> Chrono Trigger is the best RPG ever to me. I'm not going to say like ever for in general. I mean, it's high up there for people. Like, if you don't like it, that's your own business. And I'm not I gonna... don't know of anyone who's played Chrono Trigger who doesn't appreciate it. But, but uh, basically, there's a part in it. So when you're playing like a main character, technically, people can die in your party. Like, they did that with like Final Fantasy VII where like Ares died and everyone's like, holy shit. Like, it was a big like thing, you know, like a party member on your team dies. Then you get, like, Chrono Trigger, you're playing as the main character, Chrono. uh, Chrono. So there's a part in it where you sacrifice yourself to save your team and you die. And there's two outcomes to that when after you die, you could literally take control of another character and go to the side quest to get Chrono back. Or you could literally be like, oh, he's dead. But then you get, like, that's how, like, they like that video game has multiple endings. I think there's, like, 56, like, endings. I could be wrong. But it's a high number of endings. So, like, different things you do in the game when you beat the game will change that outcome. So, like, at a certain point, if you just go fight, like, Lavos, like, in the very beginning and actually beat him, the entire, like, dynamic outcome. changes because it's like you never met mo- any of these char- these characters that you pick up along the way in different time periods. It would just be your first party members battling this thing. So it's like all these different things can happen. So there is a story where if you don't save – I mean, you don't save Chrono uh, – you could just go throughout the game without that character. And also there's another character, Magus, where if you don't just talk to him, like if you get into another battle with him, you will defeat him and he will die. Or you could be like, no, I'm not going to fight you, but join us, you know, kind of thing. And he can actually, he's like a bad guy in the game that now joins your party and stuff like that, which is crazy that I say he's a bad guy. Cause once you find out his backstory, you're like, Oh my God, that's so fucking like sad. It's a Mr. Freeze type of situation oh, where, like, the backstory of how he became oh, okay. a villain is oh. tragic. I was like, no, I don't think his mom got frozen. <laughs> I was trying to find, now I kind of want to see that. <laughs> now I guess it's all like, if only, and then Batman shows up. He's like, I'm Mr. Freeze. And it's like, what the? It's like, okay, you ju- I get it. We get it. Yeah, I haven't done Longbox Gas, and I haven't done Arcade Bros in a long time. So all this stuff is coming out right now. But anyways, you can find us on 4iRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, BlackBerry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Toast, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. And now on Google Play Music as well. Don't forget to follow some of our sponsors like Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit Revenge uh, Lover. <clears throat> Dot com. Mention you heard it for us on the 4i Radio Network and you receive 10% off of your first order. Now, I will highly recommend this during the holiday season right now because she just posted something on her Instagram, which go check it out. I got to I want to re- I got to got to ask her if I can repost it. Uh, she did a Krampus. <gasps> yeah, it looks fucking awesome. And I'm already like, that needs to be on a shirt. Yes. I want that on a shirt. I don't care what it looks like. Is Oh, if- no, it looks fantastic. <laughs> no, because she has this. She has like, I, I quote unquote, to tie it into... Uh, like something people can be like, oh, visualize. She invented like a Mickey Mouse character, like her own character and stuff like that, but he's like a simple, like the skeleton kind of bone guy thing. Uh, but she keeps putting him in like different situations then kind of thing. So oh, it's yeah. like, it's kind of cool. So it's like, oh, he's in space or, oh, he's a game character. So it's like that face, but it's like a Krampus style kind of thing. So it's really cool. Like that's what I like about Raven's uh, artwork and things like that. So um, yeah, so definitely check that. Right off the bat, I'm kind of like, can we, can we have, can we make that the new not another be horror cast logo like yeah <laughs> right kind of thing so um i would love for her to design something like that but of course if you are doing some shopping we have some time it's still the beginning of a december um especially if you have amazon prime you want to go to amazon.com but you don't go to amazon.com you go to the sasswatch.net or you could go to the four i radio network as well and they will be a uh 
what's it called? There will be a banner for Amazon. You click on that, shop like you normally do. We get a little taste if you do that helps us get stuff for the studio and keep giving you guys this wonderful content. And actually, I found like I just uh, whenever I clicked on that link before I went any further, I ended up saving that as a bookmark on my uh, web browser. So then I just whenever I go to Amazon, then I just use that That's as right. a bookmark. What you need to do is you go there, you go there, and then you save it as a bookmark, and then clean your cookies if you're on like a web browser or whatnot, and then and then you should be able every time you go to Amazon, that link it should go to that. I'm just saying the clean the cookies thing because I know Adam Carolla said that on his thing oh. at one point. I don't know if that helps or anything like that, but anyways, coming back, that's all that stuff done. Steve might be done. Well, I'm done with those rants. Uh, we'll have more <laughs> rants as the show goes on, as you guys we know. We always do. Uh, but uh, Anna, it's been a while. It's now December. It's almost the end of the year. Yeah. How are you? I'm in pain. Well, I know that, but I was going to uh. say, like, basically, last time people heard from us was right before. Actually, it was on Thanksgiving, so everybody had their Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. speaking of that, how was your Thanksgiving then? It was good. This was the first year that I did not overeat, which oh, I was very proud of myself good for. for you. So, and then I ended up taking home a plate of food that I was going to, like I took home like the green bean casserole and like mashed potatoes and the turkey, and I was going to turn it into a sandwich, and then I forgot about it. So oh, <laughs> I just had happens. to throw it out. But it was really good, and actually I did try a new um take on the green bean casserole that my dad actually liked because he does not like cream cheese yeah you're and i put cream cheese in with the green bean casserole and just put less milk okay in it um and it turned out really good and everyone really seemed to like it and it looked like it came out less like runny less runny and a little bit like kind of like not chunky but sort of like a little bit thicker and it yeah like okay. it had kind of like a little bit more um uh, savoriness to it, like saltiness to it. Okay, because this is what I'm curious about. Because you you mentioned yours the way you made it. Now I don't really like uh, green bean casserole, but the only one I've ever had was the easy to make French's one and some of that. Now my brother made one, which I want to get the recipe for. He did some. I don't know what he did with it, but he's like, yeah, I didn't. He's like, I didn't even use that recipe. The French's one, like he just found something else online and just did his own thing. And oh my god, was it good! Like, yeah, I use I the French's like, one. I always use the French's one, but I use double the amount of crunchiness that they tell you to. So I'll put, I'll like mix in the crunchy onions. So like eight jars. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they tell you to use like one container that's like I don't know. Well, you can't see it because it's a podcast, well, but it's yay well, big. So usually it should be the size. You guys know the uh, Chinese uh, crunchy noodles. You get yeah. this little tin. It's like the size of that. Yeah. So and and, other people are like, I don't eat yeah. Chinese noodles. <laughs> so like, I can't. But instead of using just one, like I'll use that as like the like the majority of that is like the part that I mix in, and then I'll set a little bit aside, and then use about like maybe a half to a quarter okay. of another one to use as just the topping. So then you get more of the crunchiness, and then it's not just like the soggy mess. Yeah. Which is always my issue with Which it. was my uh, name in high school. Soggy mess. <laughs> uh, so I have a question for you. Do you like uh, this the sweet potato casserole that people always make with like the, the marshmallows? Um, yes. Because I don't. No, this is why I like it. Because my mom never makes uh, sweet potatoes. Oh. I never had sweet potatoes until like probably my mid-20s when I went to Thanksgiving at an ex- 
girlfriend's house or whatnot with their parents and that's what her mom made like they had the mashed potatoes and everything and i love mashed potatoes and stuff and i was like oh i've never had sweet potatoes and they had the marshmallow oh my god was it good but see the only way i could like it like that like i wouldn't do this something like all the time like this would just be strictly like this is this is just thanksgiving like you have it once a year it's delish yeah everything like that but yeah no my mom never makes uh mashed potato and then i or the sweet potatoes and then one time i asked her i was like oh do you think you make the sweet potatoes with the marshmallows on my mom was like fuck no like she was like all like <laughs> fuck you will eat what i make and i was like okay <laughs> shit uh, well so. i don't know if it's just because i don't like how my sister makes it or if i just I, don't like it i but don't like i don't know but i couldn't tell you because i don't know what recipe they used yeah like, to make it so yeah because uh my sister i mean I think it's just a difference of opinion, but I just like, I don't like instant mashed potatoes very well because I just don't like the texture. Okay, I get uh, that. Like, it's just too, like, mushy and runny, and I'm just like, bleh. Um, which really sucked growing up because my dad loved instant mashed potatoes, and eating them would make me gag. Um, <laughs> that's besides the point. And, like, but whenever, like, I made it myself, like, I would put less liquid in there, so then it would, like, kind of was a little more cohesive i guess yeah um i that's completely the wrong word but that's okay um but i i digress so but i don't I'm know like, i'm not a math teacher <laughs> you're like that's, it had that would be an english teacher steve like it was higher in viscosity there we go um don't worry we'll, we'll edit the first part out in post <laughs> uh no we won't don't lie I'm not lying. I just say that on every show and people – I say that on every show because now I'm like – I'm wondering if people think I actually do edit things out. Probably not right now since I'm talking about it. They're like, oh, the fucking mystery. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Ah. Shaking their Stop fists. Stop pulling back the curtain. At their desk. I'm going to laugh so hard if after I said that if people are going to start shaking their fists at their <laughs> desk. Just so I really hope they do. You know what? I'll put it this way. If you, if you work with us and you listen to this podcast, you're a listener. If you see me around the office or whatnot, just shake your fist at me. That's when I know that you're part of the. We never came up like. Well, I shouldn't. I shouldn't even say that because Pat and I just finally came up with what we call like our life with shit listeners. We call them. They're part of the Manly Brigade or the Manly March. (laughs) The Manly Brigade March. There we go. That's what they're part of. Uh, SAS, I don't even know. I guess people would just be like TAP or SAS. I didn't even create one for SAS, actually, to be honest. It's, okay, let's back this up. The only person I, I, we really named listeners was Life is Shit. Okay. <laughs> so we been, I've been trying to coin a phrase for our... Um, yeah, I tried to come up with horror. I was, thinking of, just... I was thinking of calling them, uh, the listeners, the, our bee scaries. Oh, I was just gonna go with the birds and the bees, but I like oh. that one too. Well, I was trying I to like keep... that one better. Okay, be... so if you're if you're one of our bee scaries, uh, go ahead and you know shake your fist and uh, pride. That just or makes something. me think of scary Terry. Come on, bitch! Um, Welcome to your worst nightmare. Okay, bitch. yeah, no, but yeah, no, I, I yeah. <laughs> back to Thanksgiving. <laughs> back to Thanksgiving, but yeah, no. So mashed uh, sweet potatoes, yeah. So, but yeah, Rachel, makes I never, it like, I never made... got it. Yeah, she... anymore. So, oh, okay. That was it. Well, because my sister makes some, like, really, really, like, basically pureed mashed potatoes. Or, like, pureed, like, sweet potatoes. And it's just, it's... That's weird. Okay. But yeah, no, <laughs> I, I like them, but I, I don't get them anymore. So if... You know what? Fuck it. I should just... That's what I should... Fuck! What the fuck? Sorry, mind blown. I was like... My mom was like, bring a... Di-. This is... Okay, my... We'll get to my Thanksgiving. My okay. Thanksgiving was a train wreck. But guess what? I was so centered... 
and drunk, and I was like, this is the best Thanksgiving ever. <laughs> seemed to be my catchphrase <laughs> of the evening. We'll dive into that. No, fuck, next year I'll make that dish. I'll, I'll find a, yeah, I'll, I'll find a, uh, a sweet potato recipe, and I'll actually bring a dish next year for uh Yeah, I was going to say, if you, <clears throat> why not just make it yourself? And I know, it, didn't, it didn't occur to me. <laughs> I'm all like, no one makes things for me. They're like, dude, you know how to cook? I'm all like, oh, shit, retracting statement. <laughs> As I'm shaking my fist <laughs> yeah, in the air. You, you damn kids and your loud Get off music. my lawn, you damn dirty kids. You're yeah. like, we're at work. Yeah, you you're damn dirty, cube. yeah, you damn dirty apes. It's all like, what? <laughs> like, are like, you high right now? Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> I said something today and people were like, why would you, it's like, are you, why are you saying that? Are you high? I'm like, yeah, I'm high, but that's besides the point. Um... <laughs> But fuck, yeah. So, yeah, my Thanksgiving was, yeah, as always, my Thanksgiving is always, always a fucking train wreck. Uh, the last Thanksgiving, well, my, the Thanksgiving my brother threw, uh, his first Thanksgiving, actually, I was pissed. Because hmm. I went over there like, oh, my oh, God, yeah. it's going to be crazy. And he, and there was no, there was no Thanksgiving dishes. It was all this foreign, like, weird. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Like, yeah, we're going to have Chinese food, Mexican food, and no, Peruvian food. And we're like, well, I would back this up. If they just had Chinese food, I'd been fine. I'd be like, all yeah. right, I can get down with this. Give me some of that chi- Chinese. Thanksgiving. Give me some of that Chinese turkey, you know. Instead <laughs> uh, <laughs> of Chinese chicken. Um, but, yeah, so uh, everybody was there, um, which was good because we actually, that was kind of like the last time the family was, like, together to be with the, the family dog, actually. So it was kind of nice. So I actually said that to my mom when she gave me the news uh, last week about the dog passing away. I was like, oh, yeah, it was good that she got to see everybody one last time yeah. kind of thing. So, um, but I'll, I'll dive into that. Um, but, yeah, so Thanksgiving. So everyone was over there. Uh, my brother's in-laws were there. Is that – am I, I, yeah. I don't know if I'm coining that phrase right because I'm like it's weird no. to say because I'm like saying it's, not my, it's my brother's in-laws. So him and his wife came and their in-laws came and some of that. So we're chit-chatting that. And then all of a sudden uh, – Lindsay's mom mm-hmm. was talking about this show, and I'm I'm misquoting it. I know it's on Stars. I think it's called Outlanders. I'm not sure though. I know everyone. Outlander. I, yeah. yeah. Ever when I said it to people, everyone was all like, "That sounds familiar," but I don't know if I was getting the thing right. But then again, I don't watch the series, so I don't know. But I guess like this woman, like I guess she traveled through. I'm kind of giving you this really bad abridged version. Of Somehow what, she traveled back. In she time. traveled back in time, and then she got married. I guess, but she was already she wasn't a virgin. Basically, it was getting to their wedding night, and the, but the one guy was. And she said that she's all like, "Well, your your fucking wedding night wasn't like a porno," and you're just already you're right out of her mouth. You're like, "Oh, I see where I see where Lindsay gets everything from." Okay, and and. There's a small break, and this is why my dad, I don't know if he hates me or what, but, like, I think my dad is the funniest fucker guy in the world, and that's where I think I get my sense of humor from, so, but he, he blurts, blurts out with, he goes, uh, he goes, well, he goes, mine was, <laughs> so then there's that, so there was that, like, oh, ooh, and then, ooh, it's kind of the same, so before anyone could do anything to bring his attention, I am so centered at this point, and just enjoying everything right now, and I'm just like, ew. <laughs> and everyone just busts out laughing with this like stupid thing so i was just like but like there's stuff coming up and then all yeah so i say that and then everyone like laughs and i'm just all like best thanksgiving ever <laughs> so i kept saying that every time something came up but we talked about a lot of shit but yeah thanksgiving was good the only problem i did have um was uh my mom told me to bring some you know alcohol and bring uh, she's like bring beers you like so if you want to drink those you can for other people i even tried to be like hey you should try this beer it's really good i got uh the golden road california golden road oh, yeah. and i got the pineapple one 
Um, so, and I was like, oh, it's really freaking good. My mom tried a little bit, but she's like, I like it. My dad's like, I'm not touching that. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm like, don't, I'm like, I look at those two. I'm like, don't even old man. Cause I'm like, I, we were drinking, I was drinking craft beers before fucking all of yous. And now you just like, I discovered it. Oh, it's the greatest thing in the world. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, you old man. <laughs> Shaking your fist to traffic again. I, I know. Yeah, fucking Montreal shaker. <laughs> um, so so I brought uh, pumpkin pie because I didn't have time to cook anything or get anything, so I just picked something up at the store. And then no one touched the pumpkin pie. And my parents were like, oh, you can take this home. So I took it home, but I was like, for my revenge, and this is how stupid it is. It sounds stupid to everybody else, but I know it was revenge. So my dad loves whipped cream. He's one of those whipped cream guys. Like, he'll just go into the kitchen and just... <laughs> into his mouth and everything like that. My so basically like, you buy ready whip at the store and it's gone within 24 hours. I would say less than that. 24 Damn. hours is like giving him credit, like less <laughs> than that. And my one year, my mom decided to get him like his own, like whipped cream dispenser to make his own. That actually doing that whipped cream. Oh my God. It's so fucking good. I mean, you have to buy the CO2 and you get like actual, like, like cream whipped, and stuff like that. Yeah. Like and heavy it, cream it's, and whip it it's fucking crazy. Like that's kind of shit. So, but my dad loves that. So my dad, my mom mentioned earlier for dessert because she's like, oh, have as much as you want because we have like two bottles of these whipped cream. So the only one was open. So mom's about to give me that one, the open one. I go, no, no, no. I want the brand new one. <laughs> I want the old fucker, the old man to be sitting there going, oh, I love whipped cream. Oh, you know, and then tss, that sound where it's like runs out. Yeah. And, and then he goes, oh, well, I have another one. And then he has the waltz over to the to the fucking refrigerator, open that door. And there's nothing, nothing. <laughs> Just for him to go, fuck! So, it's petty, but it's awesome. Yeah, that's how, that's how the families work. So, and then um, in light, in the sad news kind of thing, yeah, my dog passed away last week. Uh, Riley, the family dog, I believe she was like 13 and a half. So she was she was up there, but she was just like, I, you could even see it like uh, Thanksgiving, she was Getting like, old, you know, yeah, old, she, well, yeah. she's been old. Like she was like, well, I mean, she, like you could actually like see like, it. Like see it and stuff like that. And, it's, and it sucked because I was kind of hoping she would last... Like, at least make it till, like, next year. Like, just get through the holidays and all that kind of stuff so she can kind of have, like, a last hurrah kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, my mom told me that, which I was a fucking mess. Uh, I, Patrick was like, why are you sending me polos of you crying? Uh, <laughs> and then um, I didn't go to work the next day. I was like, yeah, I'm, I need a personal day. So, but yeah, I feel like that one wasn't well deserved. So yeah, we did not, uh, I did set up everything for a podcast, but it probably was a good, probably, probably best that we didn't do one. Cause I was just like, not, not in the right head. Yeah. I was just like, all like, just, eh, but yeah, so that was pretty much all cut up. So yes, now we're in December. Um, we did watch a movie this week. It's on HBO go. We watched the movie that just came out this year, 2017, get out by uh, Jordan Peele. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about that at the end of the show. So if you haven't seen it, you don't want any spoilers. Uh, we'll tell you when it's coming up, so on and so forth, like how our show usually gets run. But uh, before we get into our movie reviews and stuff like that, we do have some eerie news of the week, and we do have some uh, horror movie news, and we do have some, I guess, uh, in the arms of the crypt. Uh, a lot of stuff might be outdated because, again, I didn't really look for. We didn't really look for news this week. We yeah, just, we just kind of ran with. We're it, copying so. news from last two weeks. So uh, what I usually say, what I say to everybody on other listeners on the on who listens to other podcasts, of them, like we're giving you a free show. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> just fucking enjoy it. Fucking enjoy it, you little beast scaries. And every time you see us out in public, shake your fist at yeah, us. Yeah, shake your fist. So you know it's gonna be weird because I'm gonna get like some old guy like shaking his yeah. fist at me, and I'm gonna be like, "All right, a listener," and he's just like, "Get off my dog!" And I'm like, "Oh shit." <laughs> 
Or he's like, slow down. Yeah, slow down. Like, They're like, Montreal Shaker. <laughs> I don't know how to get back to Quebec. He's like, stop buying cocaine. Or, what was, no, well, that was, it was a, stop it, buying crack. And that no, was it was the stop guy. buying cocaine. It was cocaine. Okay. But only to women. The man yeah. screaming on it. If you want to know and what we're talking about. And he was standing on the roof of a car. I do a lot of shows on the network, but I would say probably my pride and joy a show on the network. No offense to all the other shows. I love doing all my other shows. I'm this, offended. Well, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> you're always offended. It's a, it's a podcast called Life is Shit. Though I think you still have to search under All White Tukey to find it. Uh, I'm not sure what the thing is, but if you're looking for it on your podcast stuff and you can't find it, but uh, Life is Shit is a podcast I do with Pat, and we do a segment called Scan BC. Uh, not even going to bury the lead. I did steal it from, I heard it on Smodcast. I'm like, oh, I fucking love this Twitter feed. So it's basically all the, the police reports in Canada, but we try to pick out the very, uh, the very fun ones. There are ones that people get shot and people die and stabbed and stuff of that but we there are some light parts in canada and they're adorable those crimes so uh um, there was a maltrier shaker guy at one point but uh yeah but yeah i think on uh itunes the uh life is shit is uh if you do search for it and it is under life is shit it's s h asterisk t oh, okay so because the you couldn't put shit so yeah i, I couldn't put the shit. asterisk Okay, yeah, but uh, yeah, if you want to, if you want a show that doesn't uh, have, have a have any a format, <laughs> I would say rhyme or reason, and you just need something to laugh at. Like, it's highly entertaining. I, I, I find it fun. I I listen. This is the only podcast. That's the only podcast I listen to after I record it. Like I'll I'll have it. Like I'll I'll download all the ones, make sure everything sounds okay and everything's good. But this is the only one that I literally just put on. And just die laughing because I'm just like I'm like I told Pat I'm like I don't care what anyone thinks I think we're fucking hilarious we got some <laughs> like how we got to a Richard Simmons thing it was just oh amazing. yeah but um yeah so uh yeah but we're gonna dive into the this show uh, <laughs> everyone's like get to the fucking show uh, but we got some uh, eerie news of the week it is time for eerie news. All right, so uh, we are back with the, um, yeah, we are back from break. Um, <clears throat> we are back from, uh, uh, to this guy. So uh, I don't know, we touched upon it a little bit before. You can find it online, mm-hmm. that, but there was this uh, submarine inventor um, and this journalist that went missing, basically. And then uh, somebody found her torso, I believe. And this has just built up into this whole, like, what the hell's going on? Because then the last person to see her was this inventor guy. And uh, he kept changing his story. He was all like, oh, you know, uh, there was a, like, first he said, like, the submarine was sinking. And I got out, but I never saw her kind of thing. So it was kind of like, oh, I don't know what happened. And then when they found the torso, it was like, okay, well, what would have done? What's, why is the rest of yeah, why are the rest of the body parts missing? Yeah, and it looks like someone sawed you know things off, and then he said something like, oh, well, this hatch broke and hit her and basically she's, killed her. Yeah, she said he said that she slipped in the hatch, uh, or either she slipped or like her hand slipped and the hatch hit her on the head. Yeah, and she something. fell down and died, and he thought that he was going to get blamed for it, so he cut her up, cut and her up, and you're, the, and you're the ship, and you're like, okay. Yeah. And then uh, more stuff has been coming out. So basically, um, he, I believe, is going to jail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then another time, then he said that she died from carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah, that was another one. That he one. didn't even know about. 
But they also found like this weird, like on his computer, they found like a bunch of um, yeah, then like, they f- dismemberment videos or something. Like yeah, they found like this weird, like all these other like dismembering videos and stuff like that. Kind of like you know, like you know, you jump on someone's computer, like someone who gets caught doing you know being a pedophile. They go to their house, boom, there's all these, like, you know, pictures of, you know, naked children and stuff like that. So this was, like, almost along those lines. Like, this per- like he was fucking into it. And then he even said something about the hard drive. It was all like, well, I just bought this hard drive and a buddy of mine, you know. Well, it's- he said that, well, he either said, or I don't remember him saying that. I do remember that he said, well, I think one of my like interns was using my computer yeah, it was like and something they're like the that. ones who put that information on there. I didn't put that. And in. I don't I know. Like, like really? I, I'm very on curious. Your personal like, computer. The thing that I'm curious about, I understand there's uh, you know, it's obviously he has some kind of, you know, chemical imbalance or whatnot. Like most quote unquote serial killers have and some of that. It's like one of those things like where we don't, we're never going to know mm-hmm. why he did what he did. Um, but it's just like, I just curious of like, cause I mean, you see that he's going to be one of these people who probably, I, pretty sure he's going to jail uh will be in prison and anytime anyone has an interview with him or whatnot he'd be like no i'm innocent i just you know we just need to find the facts and it's like this whole thing like he still believes he didn't do anything in wrong his mind he's innocent, kind of yeah. thing which is so weird because it's like yeah he makes something up like that but you're kind of like at one point do you finally just go yeah i fucking did it because it's like you killed her you dismembered the body then we find like quote unquote kind of dismembered body porn like yeah. almost kind of thing you on know your what computer. Is? It's displacement of blame. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's basically like, he's like, oh, I didn't do this. Someone else did this. Oh, I didn't do this. This happened. I didn't do this. This other thing happened. It's like, at what point do you just sit back and say, okay, it's my fault. I'll accept the consequences for my actions. <laughs> it'd be like, it'd be a, a prime example. It's not as, as horrific or anything, but it'd be being like, it's like, wow, you collect a lot of pop bonds. But no, people just keep giving them to me. Yeah. I don't know how these keep getting here. Every time I come home, there's a broken new one. I think there's like a midget that breaks into my house. It's and basically puts pop finals all over the place. It's pretty much like crashing your car and then being like, "Well, somebody swerved and it made me like lose yeah. control of my car, even though there was no cars around me." Yeah, it's like a, it's just a weird thing. But yeah, I don't think we're ever gonna know the full story of this kind of stuff. But it's just so weird because apparently, according to like you know, if you guys caught up with, uh, actually read these stories of, I know we're giving you like a really bad abridged version of everything, <laughs> but like the guy was a genius, like he made submarines for like the military and like devices and stuff like that. Yeah, and he was an inventor. And it's so weird to think that someone with like that much smarts can still be like fucking they. So it makes me wonder if this was like the first time he did it. That's the other thing I'm curious yeah. about. Has he done this before? And that was the other thing that I was actually kind of interested in is because I recently, there's going to be a movie about this. HBO yeah. needs to do a, like a, like a like a mini movie kind of thing with this or whatnot. Mini series, yeah, mini se- there we go. mini movie <laughs> thing, you know, like um, mini series. But I just recently learned the difference between because I looked it up and I learned the difference between a sociopath and a psychopath. Mm. So a sociopath has trouble uh, making connections with people, uh, but they still can. Like they can form connections with like close family members and stuff. It's just like outside of like their immediate like circle of friends it's hard for them to be empathetic it's hard for them to like basically it's hard for them to interact in society because their brain doesn't work on the same wavelength as everyone else's and then psychopathic is taking that a step further to where they have no empathy whatsoever they have no real feeling whatsoever but they can emulate it and pretend like they have these feelings and they can pretend like they 
basically they can seem like they're fitting in with society, but you can't really tell until because they basically mask their true identities and they're extremely manipulative and they're extremely like they literally have no bonds period um and so it was really interesting to see that all psychopaths are sociopaths but not all sociopaths are psychopaths so it makes me wonder if he's a socio or a psycho yeah um i'm assuming he's probably psychopath but yeah you you don't really know for sure unless you like actually are probably either um uh licensed in that area or if you just like actually really got to know the person and you can kind of like see their true self it's basically kind of thing but so yeah it's that was the point of that long he's going (laughs) basically he's going to jail yeah Uh, so they put this in eerie news of the week it's not really eerie or anything that i just find it interesting which is most of the stuff i kind of throw in here so inside the website where uh conspiracy theorists find love so they actually have (laughs) Ooh, she's hot. Uh, uh, conspiracy theory, theory, like, you know, people who are into that for, um, you know, for dating and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because it's like you can talk about all these kind of things. Yeah, I think the website is called Awake Dating. Uh, it doesn't have non-crazy filter. Uh, so you could basically, which is funny because I think that dating site might be the dating site where you actually meet the real people. Yeah. Because when I was doing dating sites and everything that back in the day, it's like people, they say so much stuff. Pat's even going through it now. Uh, they'll say stuff and Pat just reads their profile and just goes like, man, these people sound exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I like to travel. I'm always hiking every Monday. That like yeah. I'm working, and it's just like oh my fucking god! Like, and the and the ones we always make fun of are the ones that's all like, it's like message me and find out, or this is really long to fill out, or blah blah blah, like a thing. So it's just it doesn't give you anything or whatnot. And it's all like, look, if you can't take the time to fill out your fucking uh, profile, profile, you deserve all the dick pics <clears throat> DMs you're gonna get. Yeah, like <laughs> you know what I just realized. It's like the people that put that are like, oh, I love hiking and I hang out with my dog and I work out and I do this and I do that. Like, basically, they're so busy that the reason why they're single is because they're too busy doing stuff to prove how great <laughs> of a mate they are. <laughs> like, it's yes. like, I'm an awesome person because I'm hiking all the time, but I can't hang out with you because I have a bicycle race. I'll be right back. <laughs> but speaking of dating and meeting somebody and following that person or even getting to the coitus part of these uh, relationship, I have a story for everybody, but I'm not going to tell you the title because that's going to ruin the entire thing. <laughs> but I will tell you this. So an Australian man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he likes all things paranormal. He decided to set up a ghost camera in his uh, kitchen. Uh, it's because he kept feeling there was something going on in his uh, house. Uh, the man forgot to turn off the camera one day. And when he checked upon the video camera, surprisingly, he did not find a ghost. He found something even more disturbing. He saw, apparently the man found out his girlfriend of 11 years had been having an affair with his 16-year-old son. The woman was 28 years old, who has been the man's uh, day for core partner for the past several years. Uh, technically, it's the teen's stepmother. Now, the thing I brought up about this, of course, she uh, she didn't even know he wasn't. Uh, she thought she said even in the allegations when it came out, she was like, "Oh well, I thought he was seven. I thought 16 was the age of consent, and it's 17 in Australia. So yes, she's going to jail." But what I always say about cheating. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to think that. If someone cheats on you, you can either try to mend those bridges, fix the relationship, find out where it went wrong, or you can guys call it quits, go your separate ways. Now, yes, if you're married and it happens, you have to go through the divorce. If there's kids involved, it could get lengthy. But you could pretty much separate yourself from that person or the people who did you wrong. Yes, she is going to jail, but he has to still deal with his son for two more years, and it's his son. He's in his life unless he, like, disown him. Like, yeah. that's just an awkward, like, he's all like, he's all like, I have to, wait. I have to get into an Aussie. I was about to do Canadian for them. <laughs> uh, I got to do an Aussie. Okay, let's see. Call that a knife. This is a knife. No, son. I'm not bringing over any more ladies. All right? This is ridiculous. Every time someone comes in, I start having intimate relationships, and then you fuck the... Oh, yeah, the pictures. Yeah. The pictures are fucking crazy. They're... Even with, like... I, I'm i assuming that they put it's it in into, night like... Ca- yeah, it's I'm night... I'm thinking it's night vision. Night vision, or, so. like, it's, like, basically it looks like negatives because it's in all, like, gray and blacks and whites, but you can see a lot. That's my son. He's <laughs> fucking my girl. Like, you can literally see, like, the pole. It's very awkward. Um, but yeah, it's so uh, it's it's uh, it's a fucked up mess. But uh, yeah, so just be careful, oh, kids. Sh- I didn't even notice it. Despite having been busted, the woman continued the illicit affair for weeks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, even after they got found out, she kept banging the sun. Oh, she knew she was going to jail. She's like, oh. <laughs> She's wait, like, oh, wait. You call that a knife? This is a knife. I'm not going to get any young boys in prison. I'm going to be in a ladies' jail, mate. <laughs> Oh, I was just going to say go with uh, Monty Python, but... Oh, I don't think I've heard they're Australians. Uh, oh, there's, was, they actually have, like, an entire uh, a skit about, like, whenever, like, everyone's named Bruce. Um, and they're, like, there's this one part where the guy goes, uh, now we're going... Like, he basically says something to the effect of we're going to recite the... Um, like the Australian anthem or something, and a guy stands up and holds a plant, and he goes, "This is the wall or the emblem of the land. You can stick in a boat. You can hold your hand. I'm in." And he sits down. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. Okay. Sorry, Monty Python. No, you're fine. I was just trying to keep everything. I, uh, honestly, I just want to go. Everyone should just be Canadian because they're just yeah. so nice. Canadians just sound adorable. It's just great. Oh, I found out my son was fucking my my girlfriend. Eh, fucking ridiculous. Oh, hey, I fucked him good. Eh, <laughs> good. Eh. All I could say was uh, sorry about that. Um, but yeah, uh, this yeah, is... Yeah, whenever we were driving home from work yesterday, you said something about if you're talking from Matthew's perspective and you even turned him into Canadian. Oh, yeah, everyone's Canadian to me. <laughs> like, like, everyone's all like, you're, you're a racist. I'm like, no, I just... You're a racist, I, You know what? I tried to see... To me, I tried to see the good in everybody. You tried and, to see the Canadian in everyone. No, I said I tried to see the good in everybody, and the only people I can think that are wholesome and good are Canadians. Yeah, so you're trying to see the Canadian in every person. Oh, I was just <laughs> waiting for people to give me maple syrup. That's a stereotype. You have to go to the store buy it yourself, you know? You can't just... <laughs> you can't steal them from my trees, eh? You can't just come into my lawn and just put a bucket underneath the tree and take my syrup. Damn I worked hard for hosers. that, sir. Yeah, goddamn yoga hosers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this uh, this will be the last story we close out <clears throat> on for Eerie News of the Week. Uh, so apparently a somebody live-tweeted uh, their roommate's murder. Duh. Now, of course, the headline does get you. Now, it doesn't mean that he was murdering this person while he was doing it. Uh, I guess he was tweeting. Basically, he was just tweeting about his day mm-hmm. and was like, did not realize his roommate was dead i guess at a certain oh. point uh so like in the very beginning and then things turn out so like at the very beginning he says so um just found out my roommate murdered her boyfriend in our apartment that was it 
So it shows the woman. Right off the bat, when you see the woman, you're like, oh, fuck, okay, maybe. Like, she doesn't, she seems normal. Mm -hmm. Um, Scroll down a little bit more. He takes a picture. It has laughing my ass off. He's all like, uh, what did he say? He said, below is the hotel picture. Police put the tweeter up in while his apartment was being investigated and where he answered questions from the cops. So he said, laughing my ass off, and he has like that, and he just just found out uh, an investigator that she wrote death on the calendar in our kitchen, and none of us noticed it. That is bizarre. Uh, Then he took a picture showing, like, the outside of the house and stuff. He's like, well, the girls, well, girls, I'm packed packed up my shit and moving. Uh, Took a picture of all that kind of stuff, and he's all like, uh, laughing my ass off. He's like, the Gainesville Police Department arrested a woman from gang... Gangsville and the connection with the shooting death of her ex-boyfriend. Police arrested Nathan Turner, 24, late Monday night, following the investigator after she called 911 to report he shot a man inside her apartment at the Ricks apartment in South uh, West Gangsville. Uh, that man was uh, Jose, or is it the third, 26, whatever. Uh, police said they the two broke up one week ago. Orbit still lived with Toner at her apartment. Orbit's follow told uh, TV20 Tuesday his son went to his apartment to pick up the belongings. The two had a phone conversation beforehand, and that was the last time he heard from him. Right. The room, a roommate heard gunshots after he found or is it dead with gunshot wounds in his head. He looked out the window and saw Toner driving away. Tony called 911. Uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, she said she was suicidal, all this kind of stuff. But I guess he's like, uh, then he comes back to the apartment. He's like, oh, motherfucker was murdered in that room two days ago. Like, he's just live-tweeting his life, you know, basically going... Like, basically, I'm pretty sure he's not moving anytime soon because I don't know what the rent rates are out there or whatnot, or if he was, like, in the middle of his thing, but he's just all like, I... What can I do? Like He's like, I have to find, I guess, some kind of humor in this. But uh, it was just weird when I saw that. I was like, whoa, he live-tweeted, like, a murder? And I'm like, well, no wonder he got caught. But then you just find out that. But, like, bizarre that she actually marked on the calendar, like, when she was going to kill uh, her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I can't believe she just wrote death on the calendar. And they're like, oh, yeah, no one noticed it. So the moral of the story is pay attention to the calendars. Yeah, that's why people. That's why I got a whiteboard in the studio. So you can mark down whenever you're murdering people? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to mark it down. Why don't I let, make it well, easier? It says wonder. death. But uh, it's written on tomorrow. So that's going to wrap. Uh, that's going to wrap up the uh, the eerie news of the week. We're going to dive right. into some horror news. And I know you found this story, which works out great because I got to go grab a beer. So I without know. further ado, it's time for horror news. So this new story was basically, I found the story for it because um, whenever we went and saw a movie, and I'm trying to remember which movie it was, Justice League, thank you, um, then there was a trailer for this movie, and it looked really interesting. Uh, It's called A Quiet Place, and it has uh, John Krasinski from The Office and uh, his actual real-life wife, who's Emily Blunt. Thank you. Um, and it looks really, really interesting because basically the, um, the gist of it is that the, uh, everyone has to be extremely quiet because there's something that hunts, uh, based on sound. So if you're 
quiet enough, then they don't like if you don't make any noise and they don't hunt you. So it's like showing this family like the trailer just shows this family like walking on specific lines like where there's no like sticks or leaves or anything like that to make a noise. And then they communicate through sign language and then the games that they play are all like extremely quiet and it's just really, really. It looks really interesting. Yeah, it looks. I I thought I thought the trailer looked phenomenal. I know Matthew and I talked a little bit about it. I don't know if we talked about it on the show. I think we talked about it off the show. We thought it was really. It's just a kind of a cool concept of that. Mm-hmm. So I think that comes out early next year, or in April or something like that. Uh, April sixth. Damn. So just in time for my birthday. So, yeah, I'm really interested to but see. Yeah, it I'm it interested really in that. Good. And it's kind of funny because you could look at that movie and just go, well. This is like, uh, you know, Pitch Black or this is like, you Hush. know, Hush or any of those kind of movies where uh, it's based on sound. But it, it, to me, it's like it's a creature again. So it's almost like Pitch Black. But instead of it being in space, it's like in a, this weird post-apocalyptic kind of world because it seems like no one else is around. Yeah. And which I'm kind of very curious about that story. Like, well, where did this thing come from? I mean, if we don't even get where that thing came from, but like what happened? Yeah. Like, you know, kind of thing. And these are like, you know, the last survivors in this area. So I, I thought the trailer was really cool. Um, I can't wait for that movie. I think it will definitely watch it and then we'll review it or whatnot. But it was just kind of a cool, cool concept and idea. But yeah, you were the one that told me that I didn't even know. Um, I didn't even know that they, uh, it was his wife. Yeah. John that. Krasinski and Emily Blunt are married. Yeah. Whenever I found that out, I was like, oh, that's actually really cool. That especially that they're like actually like working together and stuff. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was all I had, I think. No, you also had the uh, next story down. Oh, did I? Yeah, you're the one that found that one. Oh, okay, cool. So there you go. So also is, oh, that's right. So there's a movie coming out for Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, so, and it's going to be based on the uh, Nickelodeon se- series. And it's actually, the script is going to be written by the the uh, the new It screenwriter. So that's actually going to be really I'm actually really, really interested in this, especially because uh, this is the same guy that wrote, uh, in addition to writing it, he also wrote Annabelle Creation, and he wrote the uh, the upcoming Nun movie. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm actually really excited to see where he takes this, because all three, or at least the two movies that are out, were phenomenal. So this is actually kind of mm. interesting is uh, apparently this series, uh, the original series, the original run of Are You For The Dark started in 1990 and aired until uh, 1996, yes. I guess. Uh, and then I guess there was a reboot. It's a Canadian horror yeah, it's, Oh, my God, no, no wonder I fucking love this thing. Um, and then, yeah, it was on the Nickelodeon Snake, the premiere stuff and things like that. Um, but then it aired, it apparently got picked up again. So in 1999, so this is when I kind of was entering, this is when I was in high school. So I kind of dropped off all that kind of stuff for a bit, uh, on, I guess they had Snick still going on and I, until like two, the, uh, the year 2000, mm-hmm. but I guess they had a brand new like cast and crew and stuff like that. So I'm not sure if it was any good. Cause I remember listening to. Uh, a podcast Matthew recommended to me, and they were talking about Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I remember they were talking about the original like series was uh, their favorite. But yeah, no, I'm I'm really intrigued. I'm I'm really curious if they're going to try to do like, uh, is there going to go for PG thirteen because yeah. you're kind of try to bring people who are uh, fans of the show, obviously, or if you're going to go for R, or if you're going to go for R for an older audience. I'm I'm very curious about that. What they're going to do so. 
Um, that'd be kind of interesting. Um, Honestly, I think they'll probably do end up doing it PG-13 just because you can get away with a lot in PG-13 You can now. now. It, that is true. But, you know, you never you never know, like, what they're, mm-hmm. they're trying to go for. Um, speaking of uh, the film that we just saw, apparently Jordan Peele discusses a, uh, t- potentially a Get Out 2, uh, which is actually – I would be very interested to see where they go with that if they're going to keep the same – uh, if they're going to keep the same cast antagonist, yeah, uh, well, yeah. If they're going to keep the same, you know, um, cast, you know, member who will get to the movie and everything like that when we tell you all that kind of stuff, or is it going to be like, you know, this takes place in another town, another secluded, you know, place or something like that? So it's, it's like there's so many avenues you can go uh, with this movie, which we'll dive into. So I thought it was really cool. I was very impressed. Um, I've only seen Keenan Peel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see their movie uh, Keanu. Yeah, uh, with the cat. I, uh, I know. I think they both wrote that, or it could have just been Jordan Peele. But I find the two men very talented. Um, I think they're great at comedy and some of that. But seeing a horror film, and I'm very excited for because he's even doing another. Like he got picked up, I think, on Hulu, uh, Hulu or Netflix. One of the two. Jordan Peele. He's going to be doing like a series on on something or whatnot. And it sounded really kind of interesting. Where it's like he's kind of he's kind of going back to the like the old school like monster movies, Universal horror movies kind of thing with it. So I'm very intrigued by that. Apparently he's a huge fan of those, which is like, again, when uh, it's like, I don't judge books by their cover, but it's really kind of cool to see actually how deep people are opposed to what you just see, like in the public and what other TV shows they do. Be like, oh, this person's very, you know, funny and stuff. It's been especially about a series we, we were, we've been watching ghosted or ghost, yeah. not ghosted. Ghosted is the series Patrick's on. Cause he keeps getting ghosted. Um, <laughs> he's not going to listen to this. So I don't care. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, Ghost, you know, Adam Scott being in it. But then I'm yeah. also like, well, Adam Scott, I see him as a comedian. But then again, I'm like, oh, but he was in Krampus. And he did a really good job with that as well. So it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of cool. I feel like comedians and people who know anybody, I think, who knows comedy very well, uh, pretty much can do anything. Yeah. Like if you start off as like a comedy person, you can move into drama. You can move into, you know, pretty much any kind of media acting wise and be fine like and honestly i feel like the reason for that is i mean people always give comedians shit and say oh well it's like the lowest form of entertainment and blah 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 but honestly it's not because a lot like people will go in and be like make me laugh and like if they're expecting you to make them laugh they're gonna try their hardest not to exactly and so then if you can get them to laugh that means that you're that good at your job so then if you're that good at manipulating people's emotions with, through comedy, yeah, you know, like translating that over into drama, into horror, into whatever is a lot. It's an easier. It basically it's almost easy. I feel like it's almost easier for comedians to branch out into any other form of entertainment as opposed to someone from another form of entertainment coming into comedy because then they have to learn everything about how to entertain people and how to like basically read the room and read their audience. Yeah. So it's just, uh, yeah, but yeah. So anyways, they were interviewing him talking about stuff and they asked if there's a possibility of, you know, a get out too. Um, again, this is speculation. This is what, this is how people get you to read it. I mean, I would just be interested to see, um, like what he could do if he decided to do a sequel, you know, kind of thing. Uh, but it's funny because I guess Jordan Peele, he's discussing get out too. 
uh, submitting Get Out as a comedy to the Golden Globes. <laughs> uh, but like he's basically the article says pretty much he's he's not saying yes, but he's not saying no. It's like it's probably one of those things where he's like, I'm not even thinking about that right now because he's like, I got all these other projects yeah. that I, that I'm kind of working on and stuff like that. But I mean, if he does one, it'd be very interesting because, like I said, I'm all like, there are so many. It's almost could be like the Purge. Yeah. Where it could be this series of like, if you don't use the same cast members, it's all new people. You could see where this stuff like is starting to take place and you could build like a, yeah, see, a big story. That is something that I want to get into, but I don't want to spoil it yeah, for we'll, anybody. We'll get so to we'll, that. we'll cover it a little bit more. That's why I just wanted to be that. like, because people, I just realized talking about it, it's like, well, will we be making a sequel or not? Um, so Malcolm Young, uh, this was actually a while back. So we're talking about the arms and the arms of the crypt, crisp. I just went London. In the arms of the crisp. In the arms of the crisp. Do you still crisps? Um, uh, you know, uh, Celebrity Life of uh, ACDC's Malcolm Young by revisiting uh, Maximum Overdrive. Uh, so actually, I did see that's on HBO Go, which I think might be next week's movie. Um, there's another movie that I do want to watch that it was a very bad B-horror movie that I heard on another podcast. I'm like, oh, we have to watch this called It's Alive, the 1979. That's right. Um, so we're going to try to track down one of those two movies and see what we can watch uh, for next week's thing um, and whatnot. Actually, it's funny. I was thinking about it because it is the, the holiday season. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about like holiday movies. Do I, what do I pop in and what's in my wheelhouse? Um, I might get a lot of shit for this one, but you know what? I enjoy it, so fuck you. Um, uh, Eight Crazy Nights, the Adam Sandler uh, animated film or whatnot. I mean, a lot of people are like, this is garbage, but I'm like, I don't have a problem with it. I like the music in it. I think it's funny. You know what? I feel like we should throw out like maybe five like Christmassy oh, yeah. movies so uh, or Hanukkah movies i would say kwanzaa but i don't know of any kwanzaa movies so oh well sorry, i was kwanzaa. just talking about like what's in my wheelhouse like what would i watch during the holiday i barely actually watch christmas films during the holiday season unless like like i think the year last year was krampus came out or two years ago oh shit maybe it was two years ago krampus came out i think it was two years ago yeah it was 2015 when it came out in theaters of that and we talked about that we talked about like but already like i said so a crazy nights in my wheelhouse of course um elf elf is always funny to me um, Nightmare Before Christmas, but that can go either way, where you watch it for Halloween or you watch it for uh, Christmas. Uh, of course, Gremlins is in my wheelhouse. Yes. And then uh, Die Hard yep. is also my uh, Christmas movie, which I should I should get that collection. I should look for that. Um, yeah, Krampus then, is on my um, list for Christmas movies. And then, yeah, and then Krampus. So, like, I'm trying to think of other, like, stuff. But, uh, but yeah, okay, so you. <clears throat> what are some movies that are your, like, wheelhouse? Like, they don't have to all be horror, just, like, in yeah. general. Well, generally, whenever we watch Christmas movies, it's usually like... Uh, I forgot, ge- Christmas Vacation, too. Oh, yeah. Well, you, we usually do like the, sort of the more fra- family-friendly ones, like the the 2000 version of uh, the Grinch Stole Christmas, like how the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's what you see. I, like, I that. love that movie. It's really, really funny. And I don't know, like, I've always had like this weird kind of like crush, I guess, on Jim Carrey because he's so bizarre. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's single, so. Yeah, I'll pass. Yeah, I'll say. All righty then. Um, Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it's usually The Grinch. Uh, Occasionally we watch Miracle on 34th Street. Um, We also, almost every year we've watched um, It's a Wonderful Life. I forgot about that one. Um, Krampus is now on my list for myself. Um, I'm trying to remember. I want to live again, Clarence. I want, oh shit, it's crappish. 
Krampus is the one who knocks him yeah. off the bridge. Oh, shut up, man! <laughs> <laughs> and it just drops a silver bell after him. Yeah. Uh, you hear that? Every time a bell rings, your father dies. <laughs> shut up, man! Stop ringing was, bells! Oh, yeah. shit, here comes that dun 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 uh, Cal of the Bells. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, whenever you said the thing about like his father dying again, I was about to make a reference to Greek and Roman mythology, but then I was like, I'm pretty sure no one's going to get their reference. So yeah, You can be smart um, for a day. <laughs> well, I can't remember the guy's name, but the guy that like gets killed every day in different ways. Anyways, uh, I digress. So Christmas uh-huh. movies, I'm trying to think of what else is on the list. Well, horror-wise, there's always Jack Frost. Yeah, if you want to go bad, bad. <laughs> I don't even know if I would watch that again. I mean, I would, you know what? I forgot. I would to watch him. it again just to see the, the whole snowman fucking scene. That was actually, hilarious. I'm very disappointed, actually, with Jack Frost. Uh, not, not, the, not the original or whatnot, but I remember when we did Jack Frost, it was that whole, yeah, my cat's being weird. Um, <laughs> it was that whole, like, they were in talks with, uh, what's his name? Sean, uh... No, Simon Pegg. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And I think it was like Chatham. It was either Tom Hardy or Tanum Chatham. I can never remember. Channing Tatum. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that fucker. Um, uh, they were supposed to play Jack or whatnot, and they were going to do this remake, and I was like, oh, my God. These that would have been fantastic. These are the people that need to do it. Like, Simon Pegg would have been the sheriff, and then that guy would have been that. And, oh, that would have been amazing. Because I'm like, you know they saw the movie. You know they know it's garbage, and they're just yeah. going to ham it up, and I would love to fucking see that. But And oh, then it wasn't, they uh, nothing happened of it. I remember reading yeah. about it, and then nothing happened. Uh, I remember there was going to be a Jack Frost 3, but nothing really came nothing, up about that. Yeah. But yeah, there is there is that as well. Which is really funny, because Jack Frost 2 is not even a Christmas movie. Yeah, like, they go away for the holidays or whatnot. Yeah, and, and they end up, up in island. like Hawaii, yeah. and it's like a tropical... It's just weird. It's a Well, we reviewed both of them, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, or so, maybe. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, we did both of them. I think we did like a double feature. Like, we did one one week and <laughs> yeah. the one the next week or whatnot. Um, really there's bad. also if you, if Well, if you want more garbage, you can always watch P2. Yeah, was I was about to see that as um, well. I was talking about ones that I actually like, enjoy watching. Like, I could, like, honestly, I'm probably going to pop on Gremlins. Pretty, well, honestly, you know. I enjoyed watching P2 just because, like, of all the comments that you made about um, Bill Cosby mm. being, like, and we still need to, like, I still really want to see that movie made into a horror game with Bill Cosby chasing after you because that would be freaking fantastic. <laughs> Well, we'll have to wait till he's dead so we can use his likeness. Because uh, I'm pretty sure he'd be like, I need the money because I did a lot of shit to women and now I am paying for it. Zip, zap, bibbity jail. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Um, and then the last person who died, but we're not really going to touch upon it. It was just, it was, it was just kind of weird. It kind of came out of the blue. Like mm-hmm. you kind of think everyone should have known. Like everyone's like, oh, he did die. Okay, but yeah, Charlie Manson passed away. He was like, he dies at eighty three. And literally, when the age, that's the only thing that really blew me. What was the age? I thought he was older. Really? Yeah. Like I was like eighty three. Like I thought he was like a lot older. But I think the last time I heard any news about uh charlie manson was i think he was like he was still in obviously still in prison but he uh i guess like some medical issues were coming up or whatnot so but yeah Mm -hmm. i wasn't gonna dive too much into him because i figure what we will do we'll have to watch a movie called what was it summer of sam uh and then we could probably dive a little bit into the son of sam son of sam that was it 
Because um, that's about the. Uh, is that by no? What's the? There's one about Charlie Manson. I know they're making a new one about Charlie Manson, and actually, it might be Quentin. What was it? Quentin Tarantino might direct it, oh. which I'm like, fuck yeah, that would be amazing. That does sound um, right in his wheelhouse. Yeah, man. yeah, fucking right in his wheelhouse, man. <laughs> Um, that pretty much is just his wheelhouse. Yeah, just his wheelhouse. So, but yeah, I'm trying to remember. Ah, uh, yeah, no. Uh, well, we'll save it for. Uh, we'll do it for sweeps. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we'll review some stuff. I'm trying to remember. There's something that was based off of Charlie Manson, which we could probably dive a little bit into his uh, crazy, crazy backstory. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's gonna wrap it up for all of our segments. Unless you have anything else to add with Charlie Manson. Rotten hell, you son of a bitch! All right. <laughs> Why? I'm already here. Aw. Um, McMansion keeps making me drink Kool-Aid. Um, he didn't even have Kool. That was the uh, yeah. ugh, never mind. Anyways. I'm Jimmy fucking Stewart. I've been dead for years. Um, that was like a cross between that was a, that was a, Don Knotts and Sean Connery. It was Don Connery. Don Connery. Oh <laughs> shit. Don Connery. Why are there so many ostriches? The brochure sent me a few. This is way too many Austria. Wow, that's fucking creepy. <laughs> I just combined like two people in there because you can do Don Knotts where he's just like, why are there so many ostriches? The brochure said there'll be a few. And then you got, ah, oh, I'm not training the fucking ostrich thing at all. I was in the fucking rock. I'm fucking James Bond, I bitch. was fucking James Bond. And when you fucking... You ski very well. And when fucking... <laughs> Daniel Craig dies. He's a fucking pusher. I will fucking take the mantle again, and you will have to deal with my poopy adult diapers. Which is really funny, because I actually enjoy Daniel Craig a lot. Oh, I like Daniel Craig. I thought Pierce Brosnan was a terrible James Bond, but he that's ha- my personal the, the, uh, the only way... The, the, no, you're... I mean, I, again, <laughs> the, I, I have no way to reference yeah. any other James Bond, because the only James Bond movie I've ever seen... Daniel wa- Craig. ...was Daniel Craig, and that was the last one, which was... Skyfall? No. no. Spectre? Skyfall, Clown of Absala, Spectre. Yes. Yeah, it was Spectre. Damn, I'm good. Um, yeah, you are. Anyways. Uh, what was I going to say? No, yeah, so he's fine. But the, the reason why I kind of like Pierce Bronston is because I never saw Goldeneye, but that N64 game was the fucking shit. I fucking love the fuck out of that. Get a bunch of friends over, do some multiplayer with that shit. Oh, that was fun. So, yeah, that's that's why that kind of has, like, they make that mini N64, like, if they make the N- mini N64, like the mini NES yeah, yeah. or NES or whatnot, uh, I know I'm buying one, but fucking Goldeneye better fucking be on it, because I'm like, yeah, uh, up and day on this bitch. Um, yeah, I was just thinking about it, like, I think the difference between, like, the biggest difference between Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig as 007 was... Pierce Brosnan was very much like the ladies' man, like the pretty boy and yeah, the pretty yeah. face, and he was like always seducing people. And Daniel Craig is just like, "Fuck you, you're dead. Fuck you, you're dead. Fuck you, you're dead." Yeah, he was which more is what like, I feel like a double agent or a, spe- yeah. a special agent would be doing. Yeah, see, not I, just sleeping with everyone he could get his hands on. Yeah, and that's true. Well, it's kind of like it's like uh, James Bond is almost like the double sided coin, kind of like Batman. You know, it's like you yeah. have to have the Bruce Wayne persona, but then you also have to have Batman. And you think James Bond would be both of these. He's like, he's one person, but he's also kind of two people because it's like, I want to be this, you know, phenomenal, like, suave man with the ladies and stuff like that, but I still got to do my fucking job and murder some bitches. Honestly, Sean Connery was the Kevin Conroy of Batman. And I feel like now that, or of, uh, uh, or James Bond, there we go. Not a. You call me Bond! (laughs) 
Hey, Ron. Um, that sounded like Nixon, though. Yeah. Haru. <gasps> Haru. You call me Bond. James Bond. I feel a jowl movement coming on. Anyways. Get me out uh, of here. And I feel, uh, right. honestly, like. Sorry. No, you're good. Daniel no, I'm Craig apologizing is... to the the bee scaries now. <laughs> the bee scaries. Um, okay. But yeah, the, uh, yeah, and then Daniel Craig is just like Ben Affleck, where he's like actually bringing it back to both again. Oh, okay. So, uh, but yeah, he. <laughs> right, he said that I got confused with what we were talking about. I'm like, no, he's he's not Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's Ben Affleck. <laughs> Wait, when did Daniel Craig become Ben Affleck? Pierce oh Brosnan is like Michael Keaton. No, no, no. he's Val Kilmer. He's no, he's he's George Clooney. Oh uh, wow, yeah, he's yeah, the George yeah, Clooney. He's yeah. the fucking George oh, yeah. Clooney of the yeah. bat. If you want to put, honestly, I completely forgot that George Clooney was ever fucking Batman. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Because why? Why did George Clooney become Batman? Because he was just another pretty face. Yeah, and also I found out he actually apologized for that. Oh, he did. Yeah. So he I was, was like, yeah, good on you, dude. Like, at least you acknowledge that your movie was shit. But yeah. we digress. Into but we digress. <laughs> but um, before we close out this show and everything, of course, we got a movie review for you right now. So we're talking about the movie Get Out, which came out earlier this year. I believe it came out in like March or May or something like that. But I thought um, it came out in like February. Oh, maybe it was really early. Oh, I can't remember that far back. It's been a, it's been a while. Yeah. Um. But anyways. But so anyways, spoilers. yeah. So yeah, we're gonna be jumping into it, talking about everything. So if you haven't seen the movie and you want to see it. Stop right now, and we'll see you next week. And if you have seen the movie or you don't give a shit, then here we go. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. You've been warned. All right, so 2017, Get Out is one of the first kind of like suspense horror films from Jordan Peele. And everyone died. And everyone died. The end. I give it four out of five chicken pot pies, and we're done. Okay. I was right. February 24th. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. That's the first time no, I've... No, no, no. no you that, said February. You didn't get the date. No, no that's the first time I've gotten, like, anything right on the show. Usually you're like, oh, yeah, it was in this year, and it came out in this month, and I was doing this at the time, and Ma- I look at it all, what, and I'm like, holy shit, you're right. You, you, you know what, Anna? No, I'm saying you no. have an amazing memory. No, listeners are going to take my side now. My dog just died. You... I was saying... <laughs> I was giving you a compliment. I know, and I decided to... Shit on it. Yeah, that's what I do. Thanks for shitting on my compliment. Yeah, that's what I do. Dick. I'm the shitter. Not <laughs> when it counts. That's my new fucking movie coming out next year, The Shitter. But not when it counts. Yeah. What? That's a... I don't know. Uh, is that the sequel? <laughs> no, that's the slogan for it. Yeah, the so... Shitter, but not when it counts. I... You're like, I'm constipated, damn it. No. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways... I'm just making shit up now. But yeah, it came out in February. Um, so. All right, but anyways, yeah. So uh, the movie starts out... Um, okay, so yeah, jumping into Get Out. Now, Get Out, I didn't really know anything that was going on with it. It just seemed like like the trailer... Like They did a very good job of cutting that trailer because I could not tell you from those trailers what the movie was about. Yeah. All I knew, it seemed like a creepy kind of almost like... Um, oh, what's the term? Like, it almost was like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre family. But more, um, more civilized. It wasn't like a backwoods kind of thing. Like they seemed like they had money and stuff like that. And then uh, you have this, you know, man, uh, gentleman coming in. As it's a high a, class cult. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you have this gentleman coming in who's dating their daughter, and of course the family's white. The main character is African American or black, depending on where you want to, what you want to say. I just, I think the actor's phenomenal. Actually, he's on. Uh, 
He's on an episode of Black Mirror, which if you haven't checked that out, that's actually what what I want to touch upon real quick. Black Mirror new season is going to be coming out pretty soon, the next season. So I got to finish... I gotta finish it. I gotta finish it. Um, I gotta finish the last uh, season. I had to take a break. The one episode was really intense. It had one of the guys from Game of Thrones had this kid in and everything like that. And after I got done with it, I'm like, oh, I need a, I need something. I need my, I need an Arthur. <laughs> you need a palate cleanser. I, I need a palate cleanser. And I didn't know where to turn to, so instead I just started watching Village <laughs> of the Dam, and that was a bad choice too. <laughs> So I was up for like eight days and didn't sleep and shot a man and then tweeted about wow. it. But um, back to the movie. So get out. Yeah. So I will uh, just a quick yeah, comment on some of the actors. So like you said, uh, the main actor, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, Kaluuya. Um, who plays uh, Chris Washington. Uh, he was in Black Mirror. Uh, Bradley Whitford is. Uh, the, I recognized him, and he's also he's in The West Wing, Scent of a Woman, and Cabin in the Woods. He's the guy who gets yes. killed by the merman. Um, yeah, he's also. Yeah, he's been in. He's also in uh, the first time I saw him. This is diving back, and I'm sorry for the derail again. But the first time I saw him was in Billy Madison. Oh, damn! Yeah. Oh, that's he was, right. He was the he was antagonist. The yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. So that was crazy. And then the the. Uh, the son, I don't recognize the woman, but the son that they have, um, he was actually uh, Banshee in X-Men First Class. Yeah. Like the guy who screams. And I was like, he looks so familiar. And I looked him up. And I'm like, oh, that's why. I recognize the weird lip thing that he does. Like, I don't know if that's just how he holds his mouth or what the deal is. But, but yeah. Weird. So anyways. But yeah. So a lot of great actors in this movie. Actually, very. Oh, oh. I almost forgot. Freaking. One of the people in here is uh, oh, Milton from Mil- Office Milton Space. Milton from Office Space. He also has a lot Fan of voice. Freaking does. Also has a lot of voices on King of the Hill. Hot damn it, Bobby! Stop trying to mess with the propane and the propane. Ex- ah, this is Hank Hill, and I'm here to sell you a movie called Get Out. So if you buy it, you get like four cases of a. Uh, you know, propane and propane accessories. God damn it, Bobby. And also um, he was in Bad Milo. Yes. He, oh, yeah. I forgot we talked about that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So. A lot of big Yeah, a lot, of, lot of big people in this movie and some of that. Um, so, yeah. So, the movie starts out. Uh, it was this uh, gentleman walking in a neighborhood. And this car kind of pulls up. And the guy's like, he's trying to find basically where he's at. He's like, I'm lost. I can't figure it out. Blah, blah, blah. He's calling his friend, trying to find a GPS. And all of a sudden, then, like, this guy just comes up, knocks him out, tackles him, throws him back his arm, takes off. And that's kind of how it starts. You're like, okay, shit, I'm in. And then you start trying to find – then he goes to our main character, uh, Chris Washington. He's with his girlfriend, Rose. And uh, they're, like, hanging out. And you're kind of seeing their relationship and all this kind of stuff. You're like, okay. And then it's like, comes down to, like, hey, we're going to – uh, my parents this weekend, and he's like, "Did you tell your parents I, you know, did you tell them I was black?" And she's like, "No, they're gonna like you already." And like, she didn't do it or whatnot. You're like, "Okay, whatever." And uh, she's like, and he basically, I don't even remember how it came up, but it basically it came out like this is the first like black guy that she's dated. So I think that that's why he was asking the question. Yes, yes. So, um, oh shit, that's such a good pull. I totally forgot that she said that. Yeah. Like after all the shit that happens in that movie, you're like, oh fuck. Um, so yeah, they and, go but ahead. then she what really cracks me up is she's like, oh yeah, by the way, my dad's going to love you. Like he loves, like he, nope. she was like, just a heads up. He's probably going to tell you, oh, like just constantly talk to you about how he would have voted for Obama for a third term if he, term if he could have. Yeah. 
So, um, of course, you also find out that, like, uh, uh, Chris has a buddy, uh, Rob, which is played by, I can't, I know it's Howery, uh, his last name, but Leary? Lyre? Real? Lyreal? Uh, let me find it once. Lyreal How. Lil Real Howery. Lil Real Howery. Um, he, okay, Rod, the guy who played Rod in this movie, he was fucking fantastic. He was so fucking funny. Oh, yeah. With all of his shit. Like, he was great. Like, I, like. The timing of his reactions. Like, that, okay, that's the one thing I do have to say, like, before we dive into more stuff about the movie and everything. Like, okay, they would do some shit in this movie that you're like, oh, my fucking God. And then they would cut to his, that character, Rod. And he would, like, break the tension. Oh, yeah. And, like, then you start laughing. You start having fun again. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. And then it goes back to the shit, and you're just all like, oh, that's right. I'm watching a fucking, like, horror. Yeah, I'm watching like a, a fucking horror movie. Horror movie. Like, it was, or, like, like, suspense movie. Like, honestly, kudos to fucking Jordan Peele doing that. That was such a great way to break up that tension mm-hmm. uh, and all that kind of stuff, which I thought was, a, was just fucking well done. But, yeah, I had to give a shout-out to that guy because I thought he was great in that movie. He was fucking funny. Yeah. But he goes to watch the guy's dog. While he's away on this vacation. So they go up there. On the way up there, they hit, like, a fucking deer. Um, And, like, that's kind of like this, like, symbolism in the beginning of the movie that relates. Yes, it relates towards the end of the movie or whatnot. So, um, of course, then, like, of course, the first thing kind of happens where, like, this cop pulls him over. And he's, like, hassling. Yeah, he's hassling Chris and everything like that. And it's, like, get the fuck out of here. And then she's, like, she stands out for him and she's, like, why do you need to see his driver's license? He's not driving, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, no, 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 it's okay. And then, like, she makes, like, such a big deal about it that finally the cop's like, all right, whatever. And, like, he yeah. kind of, like, backs off. Backs off. So they finally go meet the parents. Uh, the parents are very nice. Over there. They talk about a bunch of stuff. Um, oh, yeah. And then the, the dad starts showing uh, Chris around the house. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, like, my my uh, grand or, like, his dad, I think it was, like, almost made it into onto the Olympic team. But he ended up getting beat out by Jesse Owens. Um and that was the year that they went to Germany and then Jesse Owens ended up beating like the Olympics were happening in Germany and all that kind of like crazy stuff, like around world war two. Um, and, uh, Chris ends up making the comment about, well, I'm real, like, I'm really sorry that your dad lost out to him, but that, you know, like at least we were able to, and then the guys said something to the effect of, well, at least we were like, you know, able to show, um, the Germans that, you know, basically like it's essentially the Aryans were not the the superior race or something like that. And so then they like go off and have a conversation. Um, and then you also find out that the mom is a hypnotist. Yeah, you find out the mom. Yeah, like the dad is a ne- uh, neuro, n- the brain surgeon. Uh, neurosurgeon. Neurosurgeon. And then the mom you find out is kind of like a hypnotist. Like she has like a, like a hypnotherapist, practice. Hypnotherapist, Hip- I'd say. Yeah, hypnotherapist or whatnot. So and then they ask him because like a big thing that Chris noticed, like he smokes. Mm-hmm. And the dad realized that. He's like, look, she did it to me. And like I haven't touched a cigarette since. Like all this kind of stuff. So and then you start also like a big thing that starts happening. There's these uh, there's a groundskeeper mm-hmm. at their place and also a maid. And again, the, the Chris is a little hesitant with those two because right off the bat, they're African-American and he's all like, you know, serving a white family. And then dad gives him this bullshit like backstory of like, Oh, you know, um, they took care of my parents. And as soon as they, like my parents passed, we didn't have the heart to let them go. So, you know, we quote unquote keep, you know, that he told them the story that we pay them and they stay with us and all that kind of stuff. 
So you're like, all right. So like off the bat, like I mean, from the previous story, you're like, fuck this family, but they're doing shit. And you're like, okay, when when does it's like weird because it's building this good backstory, but you're also yeah, like, that you're, you're, I would say it's done really really well because like it has this bizarre like tension in the background, but whenever you first meet the family, you're like smiling and like laughing. Yeah, along you're with having them. a good time, like, you know, and stuff. And you're like, oh, I kind of like these people, you yeah. know, and everything that. And then like the next, it's like that night. Uh, Chris can't sleep. He gets up. He's like running down. He goes outside to have a smoke because he's like, like everything's been kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, kind of thing, you know. And then right when he's outside, like the groundskeeper guy just comes running at him like full fucking blast. Like he just sees this guy in the distance. He's like, hey, like hey man, what's going on? Like he waves to him and nothing, and he just starts like booking it towards him. And he's like, what the hell? Like kind of thing. And then you see him come up and you realize it's the one groundskeeper they saw earlier today. And he runs past him. He's just like, what the hell? And then he sees like the one girl in the, like in another, like, like upstairs, like at night or something like that. Like she's doing something out the window, like just staring out the window or something like that. Just very bizarre. The, the other housekeeper. He's just like, all right, whatever. Goes back inside. And as soon as he starts walking back inside, the mom's in the, in, in the den kind of thing, you know, where her, uh, hypnotherapy takes place kind of thing. She's all like, hey, you smell for a smoke? He's like, yeah. She's like, it's a disgusting habit. You're dating my daughter. And that's where I felt like right off the bat right there, like I know it's getting into thing, but I thought like her, her, her persona in the beginning of the movie, you're like, okay, yeah, she's kind of cool. But right then and there, like I was just like, God, she's being really shitty towards him. Well, she has like this weird vibe where she'll like act really nice, but yeah. then she has these weird moments where she like makes eye contact with certain people. Yeah. And you just get this really weird, like really creepy vibe from her where she just like stares people down until they like basically do what she wants them to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically she like he's mocking it, basically says, uh, like, oh, well, I don't really believe in hypnotherapy and blah, blah, blah. And then she's talking and then he realized that she's been uh, like stirring her spoon in the uh, like in a tea, uh, teacup and it ends up like hypnotizing him. And it's just like this weird. I don't even remember what she called it. Like whenever he like basically falls outside of his body. Do you remember what he she called? it? Oh, shit. Matthew and I were just talking. We talked about it off. uh the air because we're talking about uh, i was like i do i just watched get out he's like yeah it was fucking good um fuck fuck what do they call they called it the um is it like the darkness or uh, we just found it and i I can't remember it you'll have to google it or something like that it's like oh it's probably it's like the the, i want to say safe space but i know it's not it's like something space um uh let me check the underground the underneath the the ocean and then octopus's garden (laughs) i don't know uh, but yeah, so yeah, the mom starts doing like pretty much she's hypnotizing him. All of a sudden, he falls down like you were saying, mm-hmm. and the same thing like he kind of wakes up like, oh, this is a weird dream or whatnot, you know. And then the next day, the parents are like having this weird like fucking like party and some of that like neighbors are quote unquote neighbors are coming over some of that, and it's so interesting because he's like walking around, he's still getting like this weird vibe from like everybody, especially that day because he's meeting new people. They're all like, oh, really intrigued with him and stuff like that. And then um, it comes to this point where he meets this other guy, like basically another, you know, African-American man. He's like, hey, man, what's going on or whatnot? And the guy turns around and he starts acting. He's like, he's very acting very weird. He's like, oh, hey, like he even starts talking like he's from like, you know, the shit, like maybe the 50s or like the 60s or whatnot. Like he's very like, oh, hey, oh, hi, proper. You know, he's being very like very proper, but he's not like, you know, being Deep like, south. like, yeah, there you go. Thank you. Um 
being very proper and everything. That's like, oh, hey, how are you? And stuff like that. But it's not like, you know, like, oh, hey, ho- oh, hello, my name is so like how everyone was like acting, you know. Yeah. Uh, then like uh, he wanders off because uh, Chris is like he's taking pictures of so he's a photographer and uh, runs into this guy, starts talking to him, which is pretty much the guy Milton from uh, Office Space. And you find out that character's blind, but he's an art dealer. And you're like, what? How do you do that? And stuff like that. So he's having a conversation with him, the chit chat and stuff like that. But then like while that's going on, there's like this area uh, like where the everything's quiet, but everyone's holding up like these bingo cards. And it's like they were auctioning off Chris. And when you when I started seeing it, because you you see a couple of you're like, okay, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And then like as soon as it gets more and more into it, it was like, like a silent auction. Yeah, it was but... a silent auction. But when I started watching, it's like, oh my god, this is so, like I'm literally this is fucked up. Like, like <laughs> yeah. this is fucked up. So um, that happens. Oh, and the thing that triggered it. So basically, Chris ended up leaving the house because he took a picture of the guy that looked familiar to him. And the flash of the camera caused yeah, like, this weird reaction in the guy, like his nose started bleeding. Like he and he and like he, lunged towards Chris, and he just goes, "Get out, get like out, he get came, out!" Like he came back, like yeah. the actual person who he's supposed to be. And he kept telling him to get out. Yeah, I forgot about that. Then they took him away, readjust. Like they took him into the room, they hypnotized him again, and all this kind of stuff. And you're like, okay, what? And the And they fuck? said he had a seizure. Yeah, they said he had like this weird seizure stuff. But he sent a picture to his buddy, you know, uh, Rob. Rod, and then Rod was like, man, that's motherfucking, like, I forget, like, that's Dre. like, Dre. He's like, this is Dre. And he sent him a picture on his phone and stuff, and like, all oh, this weird shit's going on. So, by like, the next, oh, that was it. Uh, basically, like, shit's in the fan. Like, he's like, we gotta go. Like, he's telling his girlfriend, Rose, he's like, we gotta get the hell out of here. I'm not feeling well. We gotta go. Like, he has this kind of, like, breakdown about his mom's death, basically, because you find out about that. Um, again, if you see the fucking movie. Uh, <laughs> We're yeah. really par- don't get me wrong. Like I love the fucking. I really and like so, this movie. But the best part is like whenever they start par- like packing up, like uh, he goes into like he's looking for something yeah, so- and he can't find his camera. I think. And so he goes to like, and it's in a weird place. So he goes to grab it, and he notices like this little area is open. So he opens up like a little. It's a little crawl space, and um, he finds like a like a box. Uh, that his girlfriend had and he opens it up and it's just like picture after picture after picture after picture with of uh, the girl with like a bunch of different black guys and then a girl and yeah. it turns out it's like the people who are serving as the servants yeah, that, out, yeah. so house, like the like, last much every, like, the last the the yeah people. like her last two pictures is the groundskeeper and it's like you barely could recognize him because like the groundskeeper is clean shaven but in this one like he had like a beard like yeah. in that picture and then the next one is the housekeeper and you're like, oh, fuck. Like, because right off the bat, you're like, okay, the dad's in on it, the mom's in on it, and the fucking creepy brother's in on it. Because he, like, showed up at that one, at the dinner table. And yeah, so and he was like, just, like, super And you're like, what creepy. the fuck is going on? But the girl seemed very fucking normal up until this point. Like, she was naive, you know, what's going on. And then when you find out, like, it's the entire family. Like, you find out when he finds out, and you're just like, oh, fuck. So he's, like, trying to do everything in his power to be like, okay, I'm going to keep it cool. We're going to get the fuck out of here. And then it's like, he keeps asking for his keys. Yeah. And, and she keeps being like, oh, well, they're in my purse. And he's like, okay, we'll pull them out. Yeah, so them, she starts them. searching as they're walking downstairs. And then, like, the family blocks his escape to leave the house. And she just keeps searching from the keys. And finally she goes, you know, I can't give you the keys. And she holds him up. And, like, they basically, like, take him out at that point. Yeah, basically the mom, like, snaps her finger. He goes into this trance. And then he like, wakes. tings the. Yeah, tings the thing. And then, like, he wakes up. There's this whole procedure video thing going on. So, that, so it's basically, like, they're going to take. It was funny because it's like the guy who bought him was the blind guy. 
And it's funny because he asked him the question. He's like, well, why are they, why is it all, you know, African-American people, you know, that they're taking? And he was like, look, I'm blind. He's like, I, I can care if you're black, white, you know, Asian. Like he did not give a shit. So it's kind of interesting to feel like, okay, why did they do it? Yeah. You know, kind of thing, which is like still in my head, like, cause I'm like, they really didn't answer it. They were just like, because like this guy just kind of says like, all I wanted was your eyes because yeah. you could see. And you're like, okay. And then it's like this weird thing because it's like they get hit. And the hit reason by- why – the really interesting thing though, the reason why like he picked uh, why he was so intent on getting Chris is because Chris was a photographer and this yeah. guy was owned an art gallery yes. and he loved art. He couldn't take pictures for shit, but he loved art. So he wanted Chris's eye yeah, yeah, yeah. To, in order to take pictures. So I thought that was kind of a cool twist and everything. Like that. So yeah, so then they would place him under – and they were the whole concept was like to cut like the brain out, and it's like a piece of him is still there, but not really. Like he just lives in that weird like space. Basically. Yeah, it's sort of to keep the motor functions. Yeah, and they would transfer the other person's like everything into them, like personality, personality wise, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, uh, no, nah, no, nah, sorry, I keep getting like I like it when people text me when I'm like doing something. I know. Um, but yeah, then it shows so that kind of stuff. So what was cool? So he kept doing this thing where he kept like grabbing the chair and like he broke the chair because every time the cup would come on this TV he was in, he'd pass out or whatnot. So then like he realizes there's a cotton. So the next wait, the last time he passes out, they're going to take him to get the surgery done and everything like that. But he put like the cotton in his ear. So basically, I got to say all this stuff because I want to get to basically. I'll put it this way. So this. I love this movie a lot more than I thought I would. Like, I know I heard good things about it, but I was like, yeah, I'd probably enjoy some of that. But I thought this was like a really well done movie. But when he starts killing the fucking white family, I'm all like, I was like, I was happy because I was just like, yeah, fuck these people. But I'm also like, wow, I'm not racist. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, no, fuck them, stab them. And it was great because it wasn't just like normal killings. He literally like bashed the guy's head in with like a, a like a what was it? It wasn't a it wasn't a uh, it was a uh, a croquet a cool. ball. Oh, it was a croquet ball. Oh yeah, it was huge. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It wasn't. A, that's what I was trying to say. I'm like, it wasn't a pool ball, like the the pool cue balls yeah. or whatnot. It was a fucking. Uh, it was like a croquet fucking ball. Like he knocks out the brother. Like well, he thinks he kills the brother, but he knocked him out. But the like the dad, he fucking stabs him with a fucking like. Uh, it's like a deer head, like you mount like your deer head on the wall. Like you fucking took that off the wall and just fucking rammed him with it. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. Then he runs into the mom and I thought that was great. Cause like the mom and them are sitting there with that tension of just like, like she could be like, she had, ev- this is what I love. She had every chance to be like, okay, just go like, don't even fucking worry about it or whatnot. But you could see the coffee. Yeah, there's the like teacup. a teacup sitting on the table and they the both see it. And they both see it. And he just fucking runs over and just knocks off the table and then he just fucking stabs her ass and kind of stuff. So so mm. basically, oh. I will say one of the things that I found extremely interesting that I didn't realize until afterwards is like in all the pictures of his girlfriend, it's like she's dressed different. She looks different. Like she has like a completely different persona on. And then, like, whenever she thinks that Chris is, like, you know, going to have his brain taken out or whatever, like, they show her in her room and she's wearing, like, a white polo sh- or, like, a white button-up shirt that's buttoned all the way up to her neck and then, like, tan pants and, like, her hair is in a ponytail. And it's, like, the most plain-looking yeah. thing that you you could ever see. And then, like, it shows her, like, researching her next quote-unquote victim and she's just eating, like, she has a... A glass of milk and then dry cereal and she's just like eating pieces of like fruit loops and it's just like this really interesting and really bizarre situation of like basically she 
she goes into reset mode in between. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, the movie's great. Um, I mean, go ahead and watch it. I'm not gonna, I mean, usually we never talk like this much in depth, <laughs> like we used to do this, but then we try to give you the bullet points. But basically, I'm going to just say, uh, like, so, uh, rating system, we want to do what? Teacups? Oh, or... and then did you want to touch about, um, like the biggest thing at the end? No, see. You want to leave that for the audience to find out? Yeah, I want to okay. leave that to the audience to find out. Cause I thought it was a very, it was a very kick-ass way. What, how everything kind of ends, you know? Yeah kind of thing so um well, that's I, that's why i'm very curious if they were to do a sequel if they were going to keep the same character or what they're going to go with or some of that but yeah so i didn't know what you want to use as a uh, uh a review tool but before we give our reviews of course we like to give the reviews of imdb and also rotten tomatoes and what they gave the movie and then uh so on and so forth unless you have more stuff to add oh no you're good i just i have a couple options for like the rating Oh, that's fine. You can, I was just going to give out. So, uh, IMDB gave it a 7.7 out of 10, which I thought was kind of interesting because like Rotten Tomatoes gave it like a 99%. Yeah. Um, which like, don't get me wrong. It was good and it was fun and stuff like that, but I don't know if I could watch it again. Uh, I might watch it one more time, but not like a billion times in a row. Yeah. That's the thing. Like it's, I'm not saying like it's bad or anything. It's just like, it's kind of like sixth sense. Once you see the twist at the end, it's all like. You already know it's coming, and like a lot of parts aren't as yeah like it's intense. Like, it would be kind of like you rewatch it to see all the stuff that you missed before. Yeah, yeah, like but but other, other than, than that, that, but I mean, but don't get me wrong, great, uh, like I loved it. It was a good yeah. movie. So okay, what do you want to use as the what are our options for rating? Uh, Fruit Loops, teacups, cigarettes, brains, or cameras. Oh, okay. You went uh, full blown. Okay, what do you le- what do you lean? What is your least favorite out of those? My least favorite? Yeah, probably brains. Okay, and what is your top? Like, what is the one that you like? You're you're like most excited about? Uh, I'm kind of between the well. The, I feel like the teacup is just like the standard one, so I'd probably go with cameras. Okay. Okay, we can do. Uh, we'll do Why? cameras. What no, no. You? I thought you were leaning towards Fruit Loops. I'm like, fuck. I don't even remember the cereal shit. Yeah, we can do the Fruit Loops actually, because that's kind of no. Obscure. I was saying no. For no, the, I don't want the Fruit Loops. Loops. Okay. That's why I was like when you mentioned, it, I was like, I don't even fucking remember that. Oh, so, yeah. She's like sitting on the bed. And yeah, she's like, I understood yeah. when you started talking about that because I was like, oh yeah, now I remember that part, but it wasn't like a scene that really stood out in my mind. Um, so yeah, we'll go with we'll go with cameras, or we we'll go okay. with deers. <laughs> Because a deer did save him. Yeah, we could. Oh, TSA agents. <sighs> Fuck it. No, no. You know what this gets? You know what this huh. gets? Huh. We're, doing, we're doing the rating of Rod. The character oh, Rod. Oh, yeah. How many Rods? How many Rods? <laughs> I like it. I like All Rod. Right. I'm sorry. I want Rod to get his own spinoff. Like. Oh, my God, yes. Like him dealing with the fallout of all that shit. Not that's even the what... fallout. I want him to be like, <laughs> that's what I want. No, I don't even want. No. Okay, Jordan Peele, I know you're not listening or anybody's listening. <laughs> I don't even want a sequel to to uh, I don't even want a sequel to Get Out. What I want is Jordan Peele to keep making movies, but they all take place in the same universe, and Rod knows every, every single, single one of these people <laughs> that this shit keeps happening to. That would be fantastic. I would fucking love it. And then and then when you're done with it, they're like, Well, what do you call this like anthology kind of thing? It's like, oh, it's the Rod anthology. <laughs> anthology of the Rod. I uh, like Rod anthology. Yeah. Rodthology. Rod. Well, okay. I don't know. I Anyways, yes, yeah, so I'm going with rods. I'm going yeah. with. I'm going with rod. I mean, you can do out of five you want. rods. Um, I would. Or you could do window surface because they were really pimping window shit in that movie. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I was like, what? I didn't even notice. that. Oh, I noticed it so. Much. Okay, 
come on, you had to notice it because it wasn't okay. Whether you like Windows or Apple or whatever or not, like okay, when I'm watching a television show, like you'll see computers and stuff of like that, but I don't really pay too much attention. But this one, they really did like. Here's my Surface Pro. Here's my Windows. Like it was very Windows oriented. Oh, so. I missed that. Um, yeah. It's totally no, like I'm just saying. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter what you like, but I'm like, there's a lot of Windows in there. That'd be I, like, oh, that was the other thing. I also thought of phones because yeah. there was that scene where like his phone kept getting unplugged or dying or whatever. Um, but yeah, we'll go with Rods because I like Rods the best. I like Rod. Rod was great. He was fantastic. Rod's my fan. Friend. <laughs> um, he's your spirit animal. Um, Never. Yeah, out of five rods, I would say three and a half out of five. Okay, three and a half. Okay, that's not bad. I'm probably going to give it a uh, 4.5 rods. Oh, okay. Uh, Because I I did enjoy the movie. It was a a new take on something that I didn't expect. Um, Yeah, I think I'm raising mine to four, four out of five. No, you don't have to change yours or what. I'm just saying from my perspective, like, it was something fresh it was something new. It was something I was like, oh, wow. And this is a movie that I, like, I don't really recommend. Like, I, I know most of the people I know and stuff like that I usually don't recommend horror films to and stuff like that because a lot of people don't like horror. Like, but Patrick, I was like, dude, you need to watch Get Out. Like, Get Out was fucking good. Like, yeah. I was, like, very surprised at that, you know, kind of thing. Because I know he's not a big, I don't think he's a big horror person kind of thing. Or, like, suspense or anything like that. But I think this is a movie that he'd be like, oh, it's fucking you know, kind of thing. So, so that's why I would give it that. This is a movie that I would be like, oh, did you see Get Out? You haven't seen Get Out? Oh, here. Like, that's yeah. the only time I would own Get Out is just to hand it off to people and be like, watch this. Um, that That's probably about it. But yeah, I mean. Well, yeah, because like I said, like, I feel like it's, the reason why I gave it what I, what I did is because like some of the shots you can tell, it's like, you can tell it's a new, um, like he's new to like directing and all that kind of stuff because it's like, um, because like, it's just like in certain places, like they hold on the character's face for a little too long or something like that. But it was, definitely wasn't anything like bad or extremely noticeable. It was just like something that I picked up on. And then also like, again, like I tend to kind of like, I personally tend to usually go for movies more that I can ro- watch multiple times and enjoy every time. No, and that's just, fine. Like, but like, if it's like something that only, I can only hit once or twice and then wait an extremely long time before I watch it again. Like those ones get like a little bit lower of a rating. Cause then I'm like, yes, it's really interesting and it's really fun. But if I pick up this movie, like I'm not going to get my full money's worth out of it for another like 20 years. So. Oh, then I've been doing movie buying all wrong. <laughs> Cause I just remember like, Oh, I like this movie. And I buy. like, that's how I have the shit that I have here is just because like, Oh, I like this. And like I, Cloverfield. I feel like I could watch multiple times. 10 Cloverfield lane. I think I could only watch once or twice. See, Which is weird. Cause like, I think I, I want to own that. Like I would 10 Cloverfield. Yeah. I want to own it, but I do, still don't feel like I could really watch it that many times again, just because like, I already uh, remember like most of what's going on in the movie. So, and like, I, like you already know the big twist, so, but that's just me. Sorry, no. Pat's texting me about something, but he mentioned uh, Copenhagen. Copenhagen. And so this is. I'll have to. I'll touch upon it more okay. with him on uh, life is shit. But no, my brother and I, when he was doing a, a podcast with me, we came up with like this really shitty sitcom or like TV show called Copenhagen. Where it's like a man gets the detective gets transported to this weird magical world of Copenhagen, <laughs> and uh, there's like like he's a cop like in our time, so they bring him over as a cop, and he's got to deal with like wizards, orcs, all. Oh, holy oh. shit! That kind of sounds like the fucking movie that's coming out by Will Smith. Now that I think about, it. fuck, that means we had this idea. No, you know what? Ours is better because he's a partner 
See, in fucking Will Smith movies, Barton with an ogre, like, I'm probably still going to watch it, so I really shouldn't shit on it. You have to, you know, have to, okay. it's a I'll Netflix to... thing. Oh, okay. Netflix thing comes out, like, on December 22nd, totally random. But no, like, we had him partner with a wizard. Oh. And the wizard could never do anything correctly, so he'd be like, <laughs> oh, magic spells! He just... Oh, so he was like the wizard from, uh... Oh, fuck, you're going to name something, I'm going to be like, you son of a bitch. Something Americans. Something Americans? It was that weird, like... Oh, uh, Ugly America? Yeah. Or U- Ugly, Ugly Americans. Americans. Yeah, I never saw the show yet. Oh. Well, I mean, it was just... Well, he was just kind of like a really inept wizard, and it was kind of... Oh! You know what it is? What was that terrible, terrible Netflix movie that we watched that had, like, the wizard? And I think you and Patrick watched it because you said it was so bad it was amazing. And it was an MST3K movie. Oh, it was the oh, the fucking they made it was two there was two movies there was the first one and then oh then yeah the, and then the second one the kid then, was completely different like everything changed yeah. like they redconned everything that happened in the first movie I forget it, just check out Mystery Science Theater uh, three thousand uh, season eleven on Netflix uh, yeah it's one of those movies so but yeah yeah um, but yeah so anyways yeah check out Get Out and uh, that's all I got so um. Yeah, so we'll see how uh, shows go for the rest of the year. Um, we'll probably – I don't know how many we'll have because I know holidays and everything like that. We'll try We'll try to do as much as possible. But, uh, but yeah, so the end of the year. So, um, yeah, we might probably have a Christmas episode. We'll probably have, like, a New Year's episode. Those are two episodes that I can guarantee to everybody, which is stupid because apparently, yeah, um, we'll probably do a show next week. So never mind. Don't even worry about what, everything I'm saying. Uh, but, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I think that's going to wrap this up. So we'll let you know what movie we'll watch next week or if you guys have any recommendations on movies. You can reach us at BHorrorCast on the Twitter or go to NotAnotherBHorrorCast at gmail.com and send us an email. Uh, whether you're recommending a horror movie or a sci-fi movie or maybe you have one of your own exper- uh, uh, supernatural experience or maybe there was a UFO sighting that you want to share with us or whatnot, uh, just go ahead and send us one of those. And you can also follow us on Facebook and like us on Facebook as well uh, at NotAnotherBHorrorCast. And uh, that's, I think, all I got. Uh, oh, and our Instagram at BHorrorCast. Yes. And Twitter is... I said that before, oh, okay. BHorrorCast. Um. Uh, yep. Yep. Then I have nothing to add. <laughs> uh, people are gonna like this. This is a. This is a thick. This is thick as. This is a thick as a dick episode. It's. It's pretty long. This one. Well, so. damn. Yeah, makes me. I don't know if I'm cooking dinner tonight. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I think that's gonna wrap this up. And Anna, do you have anything else to add before we bounce? Nope. I'm good for the bouncing. All right. Well, I am waiting on the fucking thing to load. Shit. Well, that happens. Um, you but say yeah. that, but I have to do like the Like Steve drop. said, send us your... There we go. Send um, us your stories. Yeah, send us your stories. Oh, and also, if you have... Sorry, I did forget one thing. If you have any suggestions for um, lore or mythology that you want me to touch upon that's like rooted in horror, like vampires, werewolves, etc., that, things that I have not spoken about because I already covered the Wendigo... Uh, let us know about that as well, because I am looking for stories for that kind of thing. Okay. So send everybody their <laughs> things. Um, yeah, so that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Be Horrorcast. I am Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And? Uh, Carpe Noctum.
This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.